Welcome to the School for Small Business podcast, where small business owners come to learn the keys to running a successful small business on their own terms. We've been in your shoes, scaling from the basement to the boardroom. We understand the highs and lows of entrepreneurship. And the one thing we know, business doesn't have to be hard. Let us make it easy for you. No business degree required. Join us as we unpack what it really takes to have success. The time, the money, and the freedom that you desire, all while having a massive impact on the people you serve. It's okay to want it all. If you've ever referred to yourself as an accidental entrepreneur, this is the podcast for you. We're going to dive into the mindset, the strategy, and everything in between. While you're busy supporting others, let us support you. Hello, welcome back to Small Business School. I'm so excited to be diving in today with Amanda Hoffman. Amanda, we met a couple months ago really talking about merch and I got so excited and I know most people are like, are you kidding me? But this is one of the areas of business that I see people invest so much money and I'm like, this doesn't line up. And I'm obsessed with businesses understanding their market, who they're delivering something to, whether that's an employee or whether that's a customer, but really connecting with them. And I really respect how you help businesses do that to make the most of every single dollar that they spend. So I'm super excited to dive in. Can you introduce yourself to us a little bit? Tell us how you got here. Sure. Well, hi, I'm so happy to be here. My name is Amanda. I have a company called go to market and we create custom print on demand merchandise shops for brands and businesses. And our focus is on exactly what you said, creating something that people want to keep in the long run. So we're not doing any junk swag. We're not doing keychains. We're not doing pens. We're not doing anything that you would get at an expo. We're not doing that right? So we're creating items that are meaningful, that reflect a brand's value. It's the tangible connection between a brand and a consumer and a fan. And that piece, that connection, the glue that holds it together is that the item is beautiful and reflects what's special about that business. Oh, I just love it. Okay, so diving in a little bit, I think where we very first hit it off was my obsession with like, you know, I'm I'm sick of the crappy, you know, pens, keychains, anything that comes home with like a company name on it, I just want to throw in the garbage. Years ago, when I had my accounting firm, we always got these boxes from Four Imprint. I don't know if you've yep. seen those, but it's yeah. like the junkiest stuff. And I always said, I'd rather give nothing than give this because yes. everything that you give really represents your brand and your quality and what you stand for. So talk to me a little bit, like, how do you dive in with people on, like, really finding something that aligns with them? Like, how do you have this expertise of like matching, matching everything up? Sure. So yes, that comes up a lot. Companies come to me and they're like, I have X budget, and I need to give something to like 500 people or a 1000 people. And it's like, you're thinking about this the wrong way. It's so much better to give high quality gifts to fewer people than it is to give a pencil to everyone or like custom like money clip to everyone. It's like, you're actually just giving garbage to people. You're giving a burden to people because they get that box and they feel bad about it from a sustainability perspective. And it's like, you're giving them guilt. It's like, okay, I don't want to throw it away. How do I repurpose this? You're giving bad feelings, which as a business, like you never want to do. Plus that bad feeling actually costs you money. So it's really a lose-lose. And you might say, oh, but people love pens. And it's like, 
Sure. Let's say they take your pen and they use it until it completely runs out. That pen is not building a relationship between your company and the person using it. To them, it's just a pen, right? Whereas if you imagine a sweatshirt or a hoodie or a hat or a water bottle or a mug or whatever it is that actually has a design on it that connects the value of the company or is like funny or inspirational or cute or just beautiful, like that creates meaning. And that is something that the person's going to go back to again and again, right? So, but there's another question. It's like, okay, well, how do I actually execute on something like that? We have two main pillars of our business. The first is beautiful design. And the second is sustainability and sustainability through print on demand. So everything we do is print on demand. And what that means is everything prints as it's ordered. So there's no minimums, no inventory, no fulfillment. So if you've got a remote team and you have someone in Chicago, someone in California, someone in Texas, each of those three people can order what they want from your print on demand store in the size, shape, color, and style that they want it and have it shipped directly to them. You don't have an inventory, right? Like you've got a site that's like, got a few beautiful designs on it in a bunch of different formats. So like the person who wants to wear a tank top and not a t-shirt will get the tank top. And the person who's like, I don't want to wear anything that's not like my favorite polo, but like I would love a tote bag or a mug or a onesie for my new baby. They get to choose that. So everyone gets something that's actually meaningful to them in that way. Oh, I just love that. And I love how you talk about the guilt because I think that's so true. I'm like always fascinated with like the psychology behind things, but you're right. When you get something that's like no good, you actually feel worse for it. That being said, I've actually, I remember there's a lawyer in town where I live and she has the best pens. Everybody talks about it. Like, oh my gosh, like you got a pen from her. Like, absolutely. It was a talking point, but it was like an invested, like in quality. She's a lawyer. People are signing documents. So it made sense for her, like lining it up. Yeah. Yeah. And people are using the pens and they're going like, you know, usually at the lawyer's office, we're like, oh my God, my hand's going to fall off. Right. So it really lined up. I also really love how you talk about the print on demand piece where it's like you're not ordering like 7,000 t-shirts to sit in your, you know, closet and hopefully you have another opportunity to use them. You're really ordering what it is that you need. I have a question on that though. So do you feel like overall that saves businesses money because the order quantities for like a, a, a big order, it's like actually saving them money because they're not buying as many that end up, you know, just being thrown out? It certainly can. It depends so much on what you're using it for, how many you're buying. So the price per item on print on demand is higher than if you were to do it in bulk, but you're cutting out a tremendous amount of waste. And what I would say is more than saving money or losing money, like if you, let's say you have a plus size fan or customer. Mm -hmm. And all you have are like up to a size large, like you're really, it's a really disappointing thing to be like, yeah, I don't have your size. But if you do print on demand, you can go up to 5x, right? Or like, there are things that I've wanted from companies. And it's like, oh, man, I would just never wear that color. But if it were in white, I would love it. And it's like, okay, print on demand, it's available for me, right? So you're not making the classic mistakes of having not enough of something that people do want too much of something that people don't want, which is inevitable when you're printing something that you need inventory for. Yeah, I love it. And even just 
I have to say, like I took note of something as simple as a tote bag. Like one of your customers, like a lot of us are like, oh my gosh, tote bags, like they don't make sense. And absolutely for a lot of people that they don't, but like your customer, it makes sense for these really cute tote bags that totally make sense for her business. And based on what her people, her customers want, like that's what you're offering. So I absolutely love that. Can you tell me like, what does your process diving in with that customer to figure out like what their needs are? What does that look like? Is that something that you like intuitively know? Do you have like a specific process where you're like, okay, here's how we start aligning this? Yeah. So when we be with a client, we do a tremendous amount of research on all of their marketing language, their branding. If it's a coach, it's like, what are some things that they say again and again? If it's a podcast, what's their sign off? Like, what are the signature things that somebody who listens to a podcast would just like, no, oh, that's Stacy. Stacy always says that. That makes me think of Stacy. And then pulling those phrases and ideas out is something that we do particularly well. And then my business partner, Jesse, is an artist and a designer. And then she takes her visual mind to it. And then we put together something that's really beautiful and authentic and connected to the brand. We want to make something that anyone who's a fan of the business would look at it and like immediately understand it and love it and want it. So that's really our process. Okay. I think that's so cool because I can't remember what the specific term is, but it's like when you're an expert and you're just used to doing something, it's even like when you're in the business all the time, like you just don't have the perspective, but people are like, oh yeah, that's them. They say that all the time. So I love how you kind of provide that outside perspective and you're like, this is what's unique about you. This is what makes you, you like, this is what we can coin when I personally know, I would be like, I don't know what I say all the time. <laughs> like, you sometimes you got to mm-hmm. ask the clients, like, what are some yeah. things I say to you again and again? And they'll tell you. <laughs> they'll know. Yeah. Oh, that's so fun. Amazing. So once they have this merch, like, can you tell me a little bit, like, what does it look like? Do you have a, do they have it on their website? Like, what is the the availability? Like, how do we make it available to everyone if we were a small business? Yeah, so you can build it into your own website. And that's what we do for clients. So we'll meet with a client, we do all their designs, we help them order all of their samples, they touch it, feel it, make sure it's exactly what they want. And then we build the store onto their website. And I would caution companies against using third-party sites like Redbubble, Teespring, Society6, they're fine in the short term, but I think that they look pretty unprofessional. If you're a company and you're like, go get my t-shirts from Society6, it's like, there's something really nice about having a clean checkout that's like all on the coach, the podcast, the you know company's website, right? Like if you're a law firm or an accounting firm, you don't want to be like, go to Redbubble and like buy my shirt. So I would encourage people to build on their own site. You can easily do that with Shopify. There are tutorials online for how to do that. And if it's too much, you can just hire us to do it for you. I think that's so fun because that's like having like the Gmail account, you know, it's like Stacey Millard accountant at Gmail. Some people are like side eyeing you like, oh yeah, like, is this one of those? Right. I mean, I say that still, I cannot for the life of me figure out how to not use my personal calendar for business. And every time I see it, I cringe on my own end, but I'm like, this is too hard for me to figure out. But Other than that, like the more professional, it's obviously more professional to keep it all under the same URL. Yeah. And the same on the website. Amazing. Hey, it's Stacy here. And I have some exciting news that's going to make such a huge impact on your business journey. 
I created a guidebook called the Profit Playbook, and it's game-changing just for entrepreneurs like you and me. I'm incredibly passionate about doing only things that move the needle, and I poured only the most impactful and highly implementable tools, tips, and strategies into this guide for you. You better believe I took the 15 years of experience that I have working with thousands of business owners, as well as my own seven-figure success story, and I'm making it all available to you. We're going to dive in and explore why profit is truly the key that unlocks business success. You'll understand the levers that can drive more profit to the bottom line while still keeping your heart-led vision intact. And then I provide you 30 incredible ways to boost profit in your business. Imagine the possibilities. The best part is the it's completely free. Seriously, it's on me. I genuinely want to see you succeed. And this playbook is my way of lending a helping hand. Head over to the link in the show notes to grab your free copy of the profit playbook. And let's start that journey toward greater profitability together. I believe we can have income and an impact and live a life we love in our business. And I'm here to support you every step of the way. Okay, so can we also talk a little bit about like how you're bringing this in line with customers? Like, for example, this year, I watch people like, you know, sponsor a golf tournament. And instead of sponsoring a whole like what would you and and then being like, okay, so like you're a construction company, and you sponsored this golf tournament, like, I don't know how this is bringing in business. What would you suggest for them to do instead? Right. So I'm a huge fan of a two prong strategy. One is have, if you're sponsoring something or if you're at an expo, like have your staff wearing your goods, right? Like, and your goods should communicate your value very clearly. People at an expo should be able to see you and know what you're about. So right now I'm wearing a bright sweatshirt that says merch mentor. It is like looking at it visually, you pretty much know what I'm about, what I'm about to talk about. Like there is a message that's communicated from this sweatshirt. There's also, there's an influencer I love called um, Tiffany Rowe and she's a therapist and every, everything she shows up and says therapy is cool. That's her thing. She's got a neon sign behind her that says therapy is cool. You know what she's about, right? So I'd have your people wearing that stuff. And then that will be a magnet to the people who are going to be attracted to your business And then from there, instead of giving them a pencil, give them a gift card to your shop. Now you might say a $10 or $15 or $20 gift card is much more expensive than a pencil. Yes. Yes, it is. However, that person is a real lead. Like they are going to get a gift card to your site. They're going to go on your website. And if they buy something, you're getting their contact information. And then if they get it, they're going to wear it in the world and be a brand ambassador for you. So it's like compare somebody who goes on your site buys a free t-shirt using the gift card, goes to the trouble of doing that, gets it in the mail weeks later, wears it, right? That time span of that relationship is so many like X over whatever it would have been if you had given them a pencil or a keychain or like a little stuffed animal, even if they have liked that thing, right? So Mm -hmm. I think that that like cost of acquiring that customer is way more effective than if you had spent it on some junk merch. I see how you're like creating the relationship going deeper and it's maybe not with so many people, but it's like, you know, it's almost like you're in a crowded room with the pencil and you're like shouting at, you know, 5,000 people and you're like, Hey, I've got this pencil and nobody hears you and you're not really doing anything that's that unique. 
So what we know about sales, like you have to touch, you know, have so many contact points with all these people. But you're saying like when you make it quality and when you really make it aligned, like, okay, yes, like, you know, a $25 gift card is different than that pencil, 50 cent pencil. However, you've got them to buy in. So now it's like you have a room of 10 people who really want to talk to you. 100% that I love the what you said about nobody hears you when you're shouting. I actually just made a note of that. I'm like, ooh, I want to explore that idea more later. Like that's that's exactly it. You're you're shouting in a crowded room as opposed to just like letting people who are your customers come to you from what you're putting out there. It's just more authentic and it's just more natural and it's just more environmentally sustainable. Like there's so many good things to say about it. Yeah. I absolutely love this because every time I, from the financial aspect, look at like corporate gifting or, you know, these trade show things. And I'm like, what was the ROI on this? What was your return on your investment? How many people came to you from what you put into that? And like 99% of the time, I'm not happy with it. I'm like, I feel like we deserve better. So I really love this. Can you tell me about a couple of like your favorite projects that you've worked on and like, you know, give some examples of some of the best things that you're like, this was really awesome. And people loved it. Yes. I mean, there are so many, but my favorite project right now, I don't know if you're familiar with the anti-diet movement, yeah. but it's just about like really revolting against this message that like certain bodies are better than other bodies. And we all need to be changing our bodies to lose weight and just like really calling attention to all of the language that we use around trying to lose weight and how is this like, massive, you know, it just takes up so much of our brain space. And I know this is not a nutrition podcast, but I just find it fascinating and I love it. And one of our clients is Dr. Alexis Connison, and she wrote the anti-diet plan. And we made her two beach towels. We've made her a whole store, but then we also made her two beach towels. One says F diet culture, and it's written in um, frosting. (laughs) And the other says everybody is a beach body. And it's written in this beautiful, like wavy text and like lots of colors. And people went bananas for these towels. I mean, like hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of shares, people posting about it, people buying it, putting pictures of themselves on the beach in it. And it's just like this rallying cry of this message that people really care about. Now that's different than like an accounting company is not going to get that kind of like emotion from people, but it's, you can see how it would work even on a smaller scale. Like what makes your accounting firm different from other accounting firms? Why are people choosing you? And like, what is cool about your business? If you can harness that and put it onto merchandise, like that is effective. That's like exciting, right? Or if you're like poking fun at something like that you do or some part of your culture, like people are really going to relate to that and latch onto it. So that's one. And let's see, there, there are so many, there's a food company that we work with called cool beans. And it's just like, all their stuff is like rainbow tie dye and like pro vegan. And it's like peace, love legumes is their thing. And it's just, I, this, the design of their stuff is just stunning in my eyes. Oh, I love it. Not for everyone, but it's for the people who are want to be their customers, right? So those are two two of my favorite projects. I love it. Okay. So if you aren't already convinced, I would say like from a numbers perspective, you know, you're investing these marketing dollars anyways, you better be making the best use of them. 
Amanda, if you had one last piece of advice that you're like, I really just wish I could like scream this from the rooftops and have everybody hear it. Tell me what it would be. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot, but the one that's top of mind now, since it is, even though it's summer right now, like holiday gifting is coming up and companies waste just obscene amounts of money. And I would love for companies to think about this guilt, bad feeling piece that if you're giving somebody something and they don't want it, you're actually giving them a burden. So if you give wine to someone who doesn't drink, if you give a candle to somebody who like hates scented stuff, if you like are giving a sized item to somebody who like is sensitive about their size, like you're missing and you're missing in a way that like could be painful for people. So like at worst, it's painful at best. It's like fine right? Like you're going to have a few wins, but like when you're talking about scale, like if you're sending gifts to five people, chances are like, you'll get it right. Let's say for three of the people. But if you're giving gifts to like a hundred people and everybody's getting the same thing, the chances that you're going to make everyone happy are zero. The chances that you're going to make half of the people happy are not as high as you want them to be. Right? So what I advocate is gift cards and ideally gift cards to your own branded shop. So if you have a branded merchandise shop and you have beautiful items in there, rather than say everyone's going to get like a candle or like a notebook or a wine glass or whatever, you print a gorgeous gift card. You can make a physical gift card or a digital one, send it to them and say like, here's a hundred dollars to my store. Here's $50 to my store. We're giving everyone, say we're giving everyone hoodies, go collect yours. And then they go and they say, oh, I can actually spend this $50 on this mug that I love or this like travel tote or whatever, then they pick what they want or they opt out of it, right? So if they opt out of it, you actually haven't spent any money and they are saying thanks, but no thanks, which they wouldn't have wanted something from you anyway. And if they do select something, they're much more likely to keep it and enjoy it and use it. So to me, it's a huge win-win and I would encourage companies to think about that. Yeah, because then they're getting something that they love and they're like, check it out, it arrived versus like, hopefully you gave them what they wanted. <laughs> yeah, I mean, my, my husband yeah. works for a big company and we get these gifts all the time. And sometimes they're really awesome and I use them all the time. And sometimes I'm like, oh, okay, let's find a place in the closet for this. <laughs> it's like, okay. So earlier yeah. this year, I was at an event and I was at the same event a couple of times. And it was interesting. The first time I was there, we all got coffee mugs. And then it was interesting. The second time we did not get coffee mugs and like the merch totally changed. And I think it was a realization of like, that didn't matter here. Right. Uh -huh. Like nobody cared about that. Yeah. Also, coffee Anyways. mugs are like, they're great, but we all have so many of them that in order to take on another one you should really love it. Like it should make your heart sing if you're going to add a mug. I don't know anybody who's like, you know what I need? More mugs. It's like, no, we all like can't close our cabinets. So it's like, if you're gonna choose a new mug, it should be something that's really special to you. And every now and then I do find one, like there's this new site that I love and they have this adorable mug that of course I buy because I buy merchandise all the time because I've it's not accidental that I'm in this industry. I actually love it. It was like a bear picture of a bear reading the news. And I'm like, this is adorable. So I got it and I had to replace, take out another mug. Cause like, I can't close my cabinets otherwise, <laughs> but like it should be special and meaningful. 
Amazing. Can I ask one last question? So like, let's say you do want a coffee mug, you know, what make it special to me is like, if it was engraved with my name or something, is that something that your print on demand sites can do? Where it's like, you so, could add that or? Yes and no. So that's not something that you could have built in such that if there was a company store and it's like, type your name in here and add it on like you would do for Etsy. But like we could do it or you could do it. Somebody with a, somebody who could log into your account and knows a little bit about design could easily do it. So if you're like, these five people in our company are top performers, we want to put their names on this. It doesn't take a tremendous amount of skill to go in and figure out how to do it. But it's not automatic like it would be on Etsy where you just like fill out a form and it's done. Because when you buy on Etsy, someone on the back end is doing what I described. (laughs) Literally. Yeah. 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 Okay. Cool. Amazing. Thank you for answering so many questions. Sure. Um, Where can we find you if we're interested in following along and seeing all the cool merch that you're putting out, but also just like feeling inspired um, for our own businesses? I love, 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 love connecting with people about merch. Please reach out to me on Instagram. I'm GoToMarket Studio. Our website is GoToMarket.studio. And you can find us on LinkedIn or you can find me on LinkedIn. Just note that my name is Amanda Hoffman, 1F and Hoffman, H-O-F-M-A-N. And I'll pop up there. I am happy to connect with anybody who has questions about merch or just wants to chat about ideas. Amazing. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of the School for Small Business podcast. That's right. I'm saying thank you because I believe so heavily in small businesses and how they are the backbone of our community. And I am so grateful that you are taking the steps to make sure that your small business is here for the long run, supporting your family and your community. And I just love it. If you found any nuggets from this episode that were helpful to you, I want to ask you a favor. I want to ask that you share them with a friend because if you found them helpful, somebody else will as well. And it's that concept of the rising tide raises all ships. So please go ahead and share with a friend, whether it's on social, maybe you're sending them an email the old school way. I don't know. You want to send a letter, but any way you want to share, I would just be eternally grateful. And as always, like, please just shoot me a DM on Instagram. I love to chat with small business owners.